You're listening to the Walk the Line Podcast. Real stories of real people. Now, so yeah, normally I just edit this sort of stuff. I don't like the the normal intros and all that sort of side. Like, oh, hi, this is welcome to just just be natural and all that sort of thing as well. So that's my favorite. That's it, my is, favorite. isn't it? It makes it a lot easier. It's a lot easier to listen to. It's a lot easier to yeah. listen to. But exactly. um, but I've, yeah, I was I was doing a little bit of research. I noticed you've been you've been doing the podcast and circuit recently, haven't you? It's been, yeah, it, uh, since last year. I have been having fun just chatting with people, talking about what I do. Um, but honestly, uh, when it comes to talking about my work, it becomes uh, a little repetitive. Um, so that's why when you say, oh, we're just chatting about anything. Ah, that is so good. That's a great <laughs> variety. Um, yeah, because... I mean, um, a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts has like some kind of a theme, right? Like a lifestyle or a women's health, and okay, um, then I, I I could do that. I can help that way. Um, but yeah, I've never really been in a podcast where um, you know it's just two friends talking in a pub. Even better, it's the best way. It's the best way because the thing is, it does. I mean, I've listened to a lot. Um, I mean, I do. As the thing is, I do podcasts and I have done for years, but I don't really listen to many podcasts. This is the problem mm-hmm. because sometimes I, I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't like kind of like shit on other people. The shows might be absolutely fantastic, but it's just not for me, you know. And some of them are. And when I do listen to them, I start to think I'm going, "Oh my god, I could. You need to do this. You need to." I'm tempted to like kind of text them or email them and say, "Dude, you need to do this instead. It would be so much better." But I'm not going to be that guy. I can't do that. It's not fair. And plus, you come across a little bit of a, a prick, really, don't you? It's like, what do you know? You know nothing. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I could see that. Hey, you know what? Uh, something that's, uh, that I think um, that we can also talk about is also uh, this idea that I've just um, discovered. Well, not discovered, but realized, really, and be reminded of. Um, because all of us have been told to do things that we should do, right? It's like, you know, when we talk about um, all of these uh, podcasts that that we see it's like oh they they look like so put together right and maybe i should do something like that but then um if it doesn't resonate with you you shouldn't be doing that you should do what what you feel have fun doing yeah exactly um, so, yeah. have you got have you have you thought about doing your own sort of thing i actually just started um i've just interviewed my first guest last week how's it going um, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, the podcast, well, I'm not really sure it might change in the middle. Um, you know, who knows, but I have been fascinated by, uh, stories of, uh, different generations from past generations and how they came to be. Um, so for example, oh, yeah, like this, a uh, woman that I interviewed, she, she lives in New York, but her father was from Ecuador and her grandparents were from Ecuador. And so she was talking about how um, the life in the previous generation was like. And then there was um, all of this uh, uprising that was happening in Ecuador that brought his his father um, to New York and all of the struggles that he had to go through to, uh, you know, like for the existence of the next generation, basically. It's so fascinating. It's like the landscape of human life right of that generation it's fascinating it and so that inspires me to do even more it does it? i mean it is is when you when you get that first like sort of like kind of person you speak to and i love all that sort of thing about like previous generations and history and all that sort of thing it's fascinating 
you know it's like going it's like going you go down the rabbit hole sometimes don't you it's like uh where are you going to go next and it's like you're talking talking to just on this is why i like doing this sort of show as well because you're just talking to any like a, a person you know we, we just chatting but we don't know what that person's been through and then they open up and they go down the rabbit hole and you're like holy shit I did not expect this. You just seem like a, a a straight, normal person walking down the street, and you've done all this, and it's just like I want to be your best friend now. <laughs> it's great. Oh, you know? I love it. Yes. Um. Actually, that's how I feel about doing podcasts with people and all of these different personalities of the podcasters. That actually inspired me to do my own because oh, I want to do this. I want to have exciting conversations all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Like right Plus, now. And once the thing is though, I don't shut up either, and this is the problem. Someone, this is why I probably do a podcast as well because I do not stop talking. I do it as a day job as well. I work in an office and I'm constantly on the phone. And um, unfortunately, being Scottish, the accent, I'm speaking to people in Switzerland who are either French or German, and that is a very, very, very hard thing to do. <laughs> and you're like trying to chat away, and I'm speaking slowly like this and i feel oh, as if i'm being so, so like kind of like kind of obnoxious to them and i tell you what so it's good to actually speak to people who actually can understand me you should be in my podcast then i should interview you oh, because i would be so fascinated to know about your previous generation and what you know i mean like if, if you know um stories from your um ancestors you know oh, yeah. i would very very interested in learning about that and um yeah it would be an exciting conversation i do i do know a little bit i've got my own t obviously from scotland and up the, up north i've got my own tartan supposedly i'm from the royalty side of like the scottish clan the stuart clan there's two of them there's the royal stuart and then there's just the normal stuart i was the part of the royal stuart which is quite cool so there you go so you got this okay. snippet for you we're going to be connected and um, we'll meet again. So let's that do let's do it. Look at that. See, networking on a podcast live. There you go, guys. That's so fun, isn't so it? So easy. So easy. So easy. <laughs> it's so easy to have fun. I, I think that's what everybody should be focusing on. Um, I mean, I, I love, I mean, not that I love talking. I guess, you know, you can be. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's more of the connection that I really, really um appreciate like yeah it is why not right? you know we're digging into the essence of humanity it is and I, that's it's kind of lacking nowadays to be fair you know there's a lot of, a lot of shit going on in the world and it's 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 annoying when you see it and it's just like come on guys let's have like uh and you know what this is what pisses me off i've seen that dog i'm gonna talk about this because i've not talked oh, about we should we should record are we recording oh we are yeah yeah we're recording yeah 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 <laughs> It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> we, we pressed the button ages ago. But there's one thing that that, that pissed me off. And uh, what was it? it? I don't know if you've seen the news. I was driving home from work today. They're on the news. You always get the news bulletins. And they said there's there's going to be a concert at Paris, outside the Eiffel Tower in Paris, I think over the next few nights. Mm -hmm. And the musicians okay. are trying to highlight, um, like, I don't know, I think they're trying to highlight the, 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 the environment and all that sort of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. By making to having a concert, so so the politicians will actually make do some stuff, do some change, and I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? But if I was like the president, you know, if I was Biden, or if I was like uh, uh, Ricky Sunak, who's uh, our prime minister, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching TV and I switch on, and you've got like I don't know, like Lady Gaga singing with her fucking skimpy outfit on, going, that's a point. I need to stop climate change right now. Well done. Fuck off! I hate these news. All these people that do that. 
They think they're, if I do this, they're going to, no, you're not. Stay in your lane, entertain us, earn your money, and fuck off. Stop being a fucking activist, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Mm, interesting. Because I, I feel that um, because a lot people are more than just one thing or two. Because, okay, they, they might have a message. They might have uh, some other things that they're passionate about. Or they care about certain things. Um, and they use that venue that they're in because, you know, w- w- from where they are, they have this very significant platform that um, gives them that 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 is very significant when it comes to you know giving messages so um if they care about environment then i guess you know that's that's what it is but it doesn't mean that you know like you agree with them all the time yeah it's it just it just it just annoys me jenny i was going back i was like my god <laughs> it does what, what what okay uh which which celebrity annoys you the most what annoys me i've got i've got a hit list i've got a hit list this is bad i shouldn't say this right <laughs> There's there's some celebrities that really upset me. I don't know if you might know them. I don't know if you might know them, but there's a couple of British ones, and there's I think there's a couple of uh, the American ones. There's 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 one one my main one that I really 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 can't stand is there's a boy band in the UK like a '90s and early 2000s boy band called Blue, and there's a four. I don't know if you know them. They're a four piece boy band, and they're quite good. But there's one guy in it. There's one guy called Duncan. Duncan from Blue is his name. I don't know what his second name is. And he annoys the living shit out of me. He upsets me <laughs> so, so much. How is he annoying? Uh, he, I don't know. I don't know. It just, just, just the way he is. He's just smarting me. You know, he comes across and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, fuck off, Duncan from Blue. Do one. You're upsetting me with your chiseled fucking face and your six abs. <laughs> you know, it's not jealousy. It's not jealousy. I swear. You might want to ask yourself a little more. <laughs> It's all right? You know, it's it's really interesting. So I've just been from a retreat. Oh, um, yeah, last weekend. So I actually just came back yesterday. It was in Maine. It's a beautiful state in the U.S. It's three hours away from me. Um, and in the retreat, it's it's all women. Um, and we talked a lot about our our own reflection, our own projection, and how far we're willing to go for our dreams and. Um, there's one of the um, attendants that I found really triggering oh. uh, because I, I, well, I mean, you would say that but she could be triggering because she doesn't stop uh, interrupting other women speaking. And so there's this woman that says, oh, I, I feel so old. I'm 38. And then she scoffed at her. I was like, oh, let her speak. Right. But then I, I start to think, why is she so triggering? Oh, because she reminds me of my mother. <laughs> It's it's those things, right? It's um, because I could just let it be. Um, And that's what I learned so far um, because I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to uh, to be easily triggered. I don't want to waste my energy on negative emotions. But then um, when you find events like that and you start like boiling up and Okay, I've learned to stop there and ask me, why am I triggered by that? Oh, okay, it's just maybe some past experience or maybe a part of me that I know um, can't really handle that. Or maybe it reminds me a part of me that I don't like. So that that's um, an interesting reflection that I did all weekend. Or maybe she's just really fucking annoying. <laughs> or she's just really annoying. She's just a dick. <laughs> Hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> if she is, hi. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends. 
but we do get that. You do get like the you do. It's just you can't help it sometimes. There is people that just kind of do, like kind of trigger you. They do like kind of bring back stuff. I mean, I've got a few people that they're just so much like say like you're at school and there's so much like the person used to like kind of like do your head in at school and you're just like oh my god or like an ex partner or something like that and they're exactly the same as them and you're just like oh Jesus Christ here we go and you can't help it sometimes. It's just mm-hmm. and and it's okay. Not yes. everybody is for you, and you're not for everybody. Well, they always say if you if you got if you're doing if everyone likes you in this world, you're doing something wrong. You know, what I mean, you have to have people in this world that hate you. Otherwise, kind of, you're obviously you're doing something right. I like that because if everybody likes you, you don't know where you stand. Yeah, exactly. It's, they yeah. do like the podcasting game. When I first started doing the show, I was obviously getting in touch with all these other uh, shows and producers and uh, hosts and all these other shows, chatting to them, getting some tips from them. And that was the one thing. He says, uh, you know you've made it when you get your first hater giving yeah. you shit on your point. I was like, okay. And I remember getting my first one-star review. I got it. I was so chuffed. And I put it on my Facebook and everything. I was like, it was like a badge of honor. It's like, I just <laughs> Someone hates me. Get in. Yes. What did they say? What did they say about you? I think, they mentioned, I think they mentioned something about my accent, saying I don't understand a word this guy says. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm okay with that. You know, I don't give a fuck. You know, and um, and another one recently as well. I start. I do a lot of a few voiceover gigs every now and then. You know, it's uh, for, apart from doing the show. And uh, one of the a, a guy approached me saying, "Can you? This is great. This. He goes, "Can you do a, a voiceover for my YouTube channel? Ongoing work." And I was like, ah, "Yeah, I'll do that." I I was like, "Okay, what's what's the what's the YouTube channel about?" And they went F one Formula One racing. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Jenny. I know nothing about Formula One. I despise it. I despise it. And so he's giving me the script, and I'm reading this script, and I'm butchering these racing driver names. You know, you've got Leclerc and Hamilton and Max Verstappen and that, and I am butchering these names. I have no idea how to pronounce them. Mm. And see that to me. He did. The guy, the, guy, exactly, so the guy didn't care. He just went, yeah, I'm just going to post it anyway. Oh, my God, I did the worst thing ever, and that was when it got posted, I looked at the comments, and I went, oh, I should, because everyone says never look at the comments on YouTube. Yeah. And I did, and I was not disappointed. I got absolutely rinsed up from people in there. <laughs> Who's this amateur? He, this, this is the one, this old guy knows nothing about Formula One. He can't talk right either. And I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's so funny. I couldn't believe it. I was like. How did, so how did that make you feel? I just started like, first off, I was like, I was a little bit angry, but it's like, you son of a bitch, you know? It's like, because <laughs> one guy turns around and says, I, as a Scotsman himself, he should know how to pronounce this name. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, would you know? You know, so I got a little bit aggy about it. But then I just went, ah, it's funny. You, if you don't get it, the thing is, is I spoke to the guy about it. He went, no, that's good, because the more comments you get on these sort of posts, the more the algorithm kicks in and starts spreading it around. So I'm happy I got loads of comments. doesn't matter if it's good or it's bad. And that's the way you have to look at it because most of these algorithms out there actually go for comments. If, if people are engaging mm-hmm. with your content, even if you're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is, and people are engaging with them, it doesn't matter what it, what it says, the, the algorithm just goes, cool, let's boost this up. So they're doing you a favor, really, to be fair. Yeah, right? And I actually really love your uh, perspective on all these negative comments. Instead of being offended by that, I was like, oh, I feel so sad, or you know, uh, taking that as a discouragement, and you're actually taking that as an entertainment now. Oh, that's, that's how people make negative comments, like as entertainment. 
and knowing that, okay, you know where you stand and this is just you and you you have people who either like you or hate you and that's fine. That's right. You need to take it into real life as well. This is the thing. If you can take that and do it into real life, I think you're going to win. You're going to win a life. Somebody comes up to you, go, I don't like you. I think you're a wanker. And you go, okay, <laughs> high five them and just walk off. <laughs> Uh, that's so amazing. You know, actually, uh, talking about accents, I actually am enjoying hearing you talk. That's why I keep on asking questions. <laughs> Go for it. Go before, for it. Before I was, I I also had a conversation uh, with somebody uh, Scottish, and at first it was uh, I was having a hard time understanding him. But um, but I've been meeting more Scottish people, and oh, I watch. Highlander or so, what? One of those TV shows, which I find is really sexy. <laughs> and so, like right now, yeah, I just like when I was talking to this uh, Scottish guy at first, like I, I didn't understand him very well. But it's like, oh yeah, keep talking. <laughs> I, I just love hearing you. <laughs> Somebody turns around. Like, I love hearing you. <laughs> That's what someone said. They goes, Ryan, what would you do if you didn't have your accent? What would you be like if you didn't have your accent? And I'd, like, I'd probably be a virgin. And now. <laughs> Oh, that is so boring. I know, yeah. I'm like, what? Tell me. I'm like, I don't want to be just a normal British person having the same sort of accent. You know, it's boring. I want to be like different. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that you're out there and have your podcast and so now people can actually enjoy you. People way. can enjoy it. That's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, so it's, it gets like that where you do get, but as I said before, but get into the real life negative thing because that's the sort of kind of, the kind of aspect you're into really sort of thing. That's, I was going to say, that's your bag about the positive uh, positiveness. And you mentioned beforehand about the, um, which really intrigued me, actually, the the, the, the morning routine sort of thing. Because I wanted to, I wanted to kind of pick your brains about that. Because mm-hmm. I, uh, Jenny, I suck at getting up in the mornings. I'm horrible. I'm Because you always get these the people, you're either a night owl or you're, you're a morning person. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't understand these people. And this is what upsets me as well. You don't understand these people that sit there and go, I get up at four o'clock every morning and I do a workout before I go to work. I think these guys are psychopaths and there's something <laughs> not right there. All right. Because I am literally still in bed going, nah, not today, mate. Not to- I've got six alarms on my phone. And there's one time, like this morning, for instance, I put my phone on and I kept snoozing them. I snoozed the shit out of them. And I'm in the shower and all hell's breaking loose in my bedroom because all my alarms are going off again. And I'm going, oh, the shit, the fucking hell's going on with my life right now? <laughs> I I completely understand. Okay, so it actually uh, started uh, from like the, the the worst time of my life. Um, okay, where where do I start? I got a divorce, okay. and I was in this uh, place of my life where I just hated everybody. Um, and there's so much misery. And every morning when I woke up, it felt so heavy. Um, and there was this one morning when I felt, um, I, I still woke up too early though. Uh, and I still had to go back to, to go to a job that I did not like. Yeah. And for that, when I was still married, I had to wake up early to take care of everybody else. And that was so hard to wake up to. And I would wait until the last minute. Like, of course I would snooze. Right. But then I think, um, for me, why it was so hard for me to wake up was because I did not like my life. Right? Ooh, deep. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, that that was it. I was I was just depressed, um, and so of course everybody could not stand me because I did not like my life. I did not like myself, and um, at some point, uh, of course, my ex husband could not bear me. Nobody could bear me at that point because I was always angry, always confrontational, and I was just unhappy. 
Um, then the divorce happened. I moved out to another town. I finally had time for myself because we had, um, well, we still do have split custody. Uh, and it was this one morning, early in the morning when I woke up a little too early, but I forced myself to sleep, go back to sleep and, you know, and then maybe later snooze, but I couldn't. So, okay, I'm already up anyway. So let's just do something here. Right. Um, it was like probably 4.30 or 4.20 in the morning. And I felt, oh, this really doesn't feel good. So what can I do to make this feel a little better? Um, and, I, and I felt, okay, maybe I can play some music. But you know what? Because for so long, I was so used to this misery. I resisted turning on the music because I was so used to the heaviness and the the, the mopey mood of the morning. Yeah. And let turn it on and and i just pushed myself and i turned it on <laughs> right and um okay this is not so bad and i was like okay the music is playing what do i do i do feel like dancing but be but then i was judging myself i felt why would i dance like oh this is going to be so silly i can't but no one's watching but what i was, was the first song you played what was it what was the first song um, you played it was some some 80s disco from Spotify. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, probably something. Oh, you know what? It was uh, one of the Killers song. Oh, nice. Got love about Killers. Yeah, you like the Killers. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got. We've got. Well, one of the Killers songs is like a, an anthem. Mister Brightside is like a wow. British anthem. Anytime that song comes on, everyone stops what they're doing and then just starts banging it out, singing away. Everybody's it's, it's getting to become a little bit of a pain, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah, they do have the '80s vibe too. I know they're they're not from the '80s, but um, but they're they're great. And um, I wanted to dance. I think all my fiber, the fiber of my being, wanted to move to it. But I just uh, my mind was taking control. It was like that's silly. I I didn't want to do that because that's so stupid. But I did it anyway. I'm like, oh, this actually feels really good. Um, and after that, I would dance for one, two songs, and it actually felt so much better. And so the following morning, I decided to wake up five, ten minutes earlier so I could dance to one song. <laughs> and my mood changed that time. Yeah. And so that's the point, uh, really, for a lot of people. They wake up early in the morning because all of these uh, coaches and um, yeah, the, the popular belief um, says that, well, you get, if you want to change your life, if you want to be a millionaire, wake up early and torture yourself, right? Go to the gym and you know, rip your muscles. And it won't work with me because it's not fun. And what motivated me to wake up 10 minutes early, that was because I was doing something that I liked. I was dancing to some fun music. And so I want to do it again the next morning. And then um, after a week of uh, waking up 10 minutes earlier, I felt I want to do this a little longer. So let me do this. Uh, let me wake up 15 minutes earlier so I could dance to three songs this time. And so that's how it started. Wow. <laughs> so if you want to wake up early, that's how you start. Be kind, be gentle, and make it fun. Um, it's in, don't try, don't switch on the heavy songs. Leave the Slipknot and like the Megadeth and Metallica to the afternoon. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think your uh, neighbours will appreciate that. Where you're headbanging across the fucking living room like this. You know what? If that adds a, a fun variety for you, do it. Do it. 
But I like something um, that's more bouncy, um, you know, that that makes me that that sparks that that joy in me. So like human from the killers. I that's my answer. Great song. Are we human? Are we dancers? Oh, my gosh. That's like my favorite ever. (laughs) It is a belter. It is a belter. I love that. You do need. I had a few people, to fear, you need to get these, a couple of my old guests on your podcast, they do something similar, there's a girl called uh, Marcy, Marcy Warhart, and she's brilliant, she was like, um, she was like an ex-stripper and all that sort of stuff, and she uh, she had like a reputation, she does this sort of thing as well, uh, about like the dancing thing, you, you should get her on, uh, on your Instagram, because she always posts videos of just her dancing, just for no reason, just sitting there dancing away. And she's really good. I'll give you details. Another one as well was Jordan. Jordan Wentz. She came on the. She's been on the show a couple of times, and she does like the kind of dance and sort of thing. She's a trained dancer, and she does all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll give you details. Get them on your show. You you have so much fun with them too. They're brilliant. I would love that. Absolutely brilliant. So <laughs> yeah, send me the details whenever you can. Yeah, yeah. And so that that was the beginning. And then um, it kind of expanded. And then I started thinking. Ooh, I want to learn some challenging dance steps. And so I would wake up five minutes earlier so I could learn some challenging salsa steps. And I could just go on uh, YouTube and there's like a four minute tutorial on salsa steps. It's so easy. And four minutes every day for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Oh, I could actually do salsa after four weeks. <laughs> you know, it's. So it's that connection with yourself that is fun, that still wants to grow, um, that keeps on motivating. Not, not even motivating me. I'm inspired to wake up. I don't believe in motivation, but I believe in inspiration. And it's the fun. It's the growth that inspires me, yeah. right? And so um, that's what keeps uh, getting me up in the morning because the first thing when I wake up, the first thing that I think about is, oh, I'm going to do something fun for myself today, right? <laughs> and then it started to expand to, I learned about uh, juicing. Um, it's also nourishing. So I would wake up 15 minutes earlier so I could do some juicing and wash the appliances. Um, and it, f- it feels great after that. Then I would start adding other challenges like breath work. Like, oh, ice cold shower. I just added three more minutes there. <laughs> right? Oh, no, right. I tried this. I tried this, right? And I thought my neighbours was actually going to call the police because I screamed so hard, honestly. And I was like, that was only for a couple of... Because you know what you do? You've got Because I was watching these uh, these sort of like, you know, the motivational videos. You know, David Goggins. I love David Goggins because he comes out with some cracking stuff. I think I was watching these... Um, I was watching one of his videos. Oh, I was watching one of his videos and it was him on a bike and he's running bare-chested and his wife's next to him on a bike, videoing him. And he goes, he's going, you know what? I goes, I got an email from this guy. He's 350 pounds. And he emails me. And he goes, I goes, David, I can't get out of bed. I goes, I don't have the motivation. And he goes, do you know what? I felt the same. I had, I was to say, I, I weighed 350 pounds. I couldn't do nothing. I did some research. I read some books. And he goes, so what he says? He goes, and I realized I suffered for something called being a bitch. So I get up and get on. And I just, I was in stitches. <laughs> I was like, this guy's a great <laughs> Wow, where you said that? So that then he was so then he was talking about doing cold showers. I was, I'm gonna try this. I was, I was hyped. You know, it's just like after a breakup. You know, it was when I was uh, during the breakup because you do th- you're, 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 you you do a lot of like kind of certain things after breaking up, don't you? You start to kind of work on yourself more. And I was looking at all these videos and 
I was like, I'm going to do some of this. I'm going to try the, these sort of like kind of self-help group things and all that sort of thing. So I jumped in the shower. And honestly, you know when you're in the shower, you always sit there and you switch it. You don't turn it on straight away. You turn it to the wall because you don't want it straight off the bat. You want to ease yourself in. You want to kind of yeah. give it some, you know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was, you ever seen Ace Ventura? Yeah. Do you remember when he finds out that the, the guy's a man and he runs into the shower and he curls into the corner and he's going, oh, like that. That was what I was like. That's exactly what I was like in this fucking cold shower, right? And I was like screaming and going, ah, five seconds. That was it. I was done. I was like, never again. Now, now here's the thing. It's I think it's good that you start with five seconds. If, if needed, start with three seconds. Three seconds, so, okay. Yeah, when you want to start a new habit and that you know is healthy, that you know is good for you, you don't just jump into it and do it for two hours. No, you have to ease into it. It's like the way I did it, right? It's like, okay, I hated waking up in the morning. And if you tell me tomorrow, I'll wake up two hours early, go to the gym. I would never do that. I would probably do that for two days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would. I would rather be in bed. But then... When I make it fun and I do it just 10 minutes every time, it's it's easy. It's simple, right? And it's, it's easier. Yeah, and then you expand from there because you like it and you want to do more of it. And the same thing with the cold shower. All right, do two or three seconds just to introduce your, your body to it. Because um, when you go in it for like two minutes, that's so bad for your nervous system. It stresses you out. Yeah, and it uh, yeah go and your cortisol would go up. It's it's actually bad for you. Plus, plus you, you everything goes inverted, and you probably come out looking like a Kendall downstairs. You know, what's it going? Oh no! As I've said, cold showers, man. I'm telling you, it's like put, it's like dipping your toe into the uh, into the North Sea up in Scotland. There's some crazy people that do that, swim in the sea, and you're like, you fucking off, you're not. I don't understand these people, man. <laughs> After I was doing it for um, a year, well, I would do that maybe 40 seconds to a minute. I think my record is one minute, like even after a couple of years. Um, But my body is so used to that. And, you know, sometimes in April or in May, um, the beach gets really cold, right? Um, But I would just jump in it. And I actually did not feel like it was too much of a shock anymore. Yeah. I think because um, after two years of getting myself used to the cold water for just a few seconds, your body's actually familiar with it. And so skinny dipping, for example, it's not so bad anymore. <laughs> they, they actually did turn around and say, because I've, I've seen that, like uh, some research, I watched a few videos on it. I did a lot about it, like it just popped up. And it says, it goes, if you do like, um, like a, a 30 second cold shower, Yes. It releases the same endorphins that it does to do a forty-five minute workout. Mm, don't try it the first time. No, <laughs> the first time. I'm not going to gym. I'm a thirty-second shower. I feel great now. <laughs> but that's what if you build yourself up to that, because it releases something your your endorphins in your brain, just like working out does, you know. And it does the same yeah. sort of like it has the same sort of like kind of benefits to you. So a lot of people have uh, like say it's like oh yeah boost all these um, i don't know you see all these different things that people say it's like oh yeah boost your uh testosterone and you'll get muscles and i'm like really I, yeah I, but on. then your body and your and mentality also need to have met that standard it you need to expand mentally and physically 
and it takes practice. That's a good point. Right? It's, it's a muscle. You don't just jump yeah. and do it and, you know, <laughs> because that's a shock to your system and it's going to be traumatic. You don't want that. You want to be kind and gentle and build the muscle along the way. Yeah, build yourself up. And then maybe after a couple of months, after three months, then, oh yeah, being in cold shower for a minute is not that much of a problem anymore because you've built that tolerance. Um, yeah, and, and, and the endorphins and all the... The, the good hormones that you produce, it also takes, um, well, it takes some muscles. You have to build that manufacturer. Yeah. And it takes time. Like right now, say tomorrow, uh, go work out for, or like r- go have a run for an hour or, you know, one minute of cold shower. That's going to be mean to your body. You would uh, produce cortisol instead because it's stressful <laughs> instead of like, you know, enjoying it. Right. And so start fun. Make it fun. I think that's what I did. I I, I thought I could uh, run before I could walk. I probably could try to walk before I could tr- crawl. No doubt, Jenny. That's what happened. I went too quick. I went full full bore into it. I need. I need. I don't. I might. I might try that tomorrow. I might see what it's. Yeah. yeah. Do it for a few seconds. Yeah. Am I, I, I running or taking a cold shower? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You got an email from me going, "Fuck this. Ain't doing that again." <laughs> you lied to me, Jenny. Why would you do such a thing? It will, although, P.S., it did wake me up, though, so that's a bonus. Oh, okay. Well, but I don't like waking up in shock like that. I like to wake up nice and happy, you know? And I think that's a more sustainable way of doing it. Like a Disney movie, waking up like one of those. That, that's how you want to wake up every morning. Buzz <laughs> tweeting, giving all that. Yes. Oh, the sun's coming up, and it's giving the, the, the music. The Is that your... <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be woken up by you know like some siren. You know that's not pleasant. It's it, it doesn't give you a good start of the morning because it, it stresses you out. Means is uh, I would just imagine if I had something on my phone like that. It's uh, uh, you have like the, the nice somber music. I used to like sit there and go. I probably got the uh, you know the Dawn of Man soundtrack and it goes dun 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 dun. You're waking up. You're going. Oh yeah, I feel great. Yeah. Oh, you know what? If you know the trick how to do that, what about some laughter? Waking up to laughter is so much fun, don't you think? How many shows something? The thing is, is when you wake up, you don't know because you're still in like dream sleep. You don't know what's going on. All you hear is people laughing, and you wake up freaking out, going, "Who the fuck is laughing at me? You son of a bitch! I love you. You'd freak you out, wouldn't you? You know, oh my alarm. You look at your phone, and it's laughing at you. You're punching it. Shut up. Stop okay. bullying me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I'm not that self-conscious, so I think I would have fun with that. It's like, yay, <laughs> waking up to laughter. <laughs> Your neighbors will be going, Jesus Christ, Jenny, shut up. Because you know, I live in this, I've moved into this flat, and it's actually, it's not too bad, because all these, it's a new build flat. You know what these new build flats, they're, or any of these houses, they're really kind of small and flimsy, and the, the walls are really thin. Yeah. But this one's actually not too bad, so I can get away with it. But the last place I was in, um, it was really, really thin, thin walls, and I could literally, if I was, if I did that, people start laughing at me. She'd probably come over and check on me and say, "Are you okay?" Because I, he- I keep hearing people laughing at you. Is do we need to get an exorcist? Is this place haunted? And do I need to leave? That sort of thing, you know? Because <laughs> that's that freaking the so shit out of me. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know what? It sounds like you're you're living the life of this British comedy kind of. Like I love Ricky Gervais. 
Oh, like, he's good. He's whatever, good. whatever he does, he makes me laugh. Like even when he's sad, it's like there, there's something about I don't know. It's probably just the way he carries himself that I just find very intelligent and you know someone like the, the, if you ever whenever you have a bad day, I always say to people, if you ever having a bad day and you want a little bit of perspective, is watch the 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 clips of Ricky Gervais hosting the Golden Globes, and he goes, that'll put life into perspective for you because it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> he is brilliant. He's brutal. Mm, yeah, I, I love his show on Netflix. What is it again? Um, Afterlife. Afterlife. Oh, it's so sad though. So sad, yeah, but it's such. Good message, though. He's so funny, and I, you know, before watching that, I didn't know who Kevin Hart is. <laughs> like, really? oh. and yeah, I, I had no idea what he was. And then uh, one of the characters, like Kevin Hart, is like, "Okay, who's this guy?" <laughs> like, well, turns out that he's pretty funny. So, oh, Kevin Hart's brilliant. It's a oh, he's fantastic. He's brilliant. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. It's just thing is like the comedy. It's all about the laughter. A lot of people say laughter is the best medicine. I do agree with them. You know, if you can't have fun in this life and be positive and outgoing and tell people how if somebody's being a twat to you huh? tell them they're being a twat because that's that's a, that's a British thing a lot of the Americans don't understand it it's mm-hmm. like uh, all the Americans I've always talked to they always come over and they're like I don't understand you Brits and your humour and you're like why he goes well you introduce your best friend you go hi this is my this is my best friend Kevin he's a bit of a twat you know he goes but but he's your friend why are you saying that about him you know what I mean this is like why are you slagging him and that is what we do we slag each other off you know and it's it's stupid things. It's like it's like you know when you it's like what was he says um where you you know when you've got like kind of one of the, the the group of friends one of the guys has got depression and his mates are just taking the mic and this is when you know you've got good friends is when you go to the coffee shop and he turns around to the guy who's suffering with depression and he goes would you want a depression chino you know what I mean so I think and that's the sort of thing they come out. that's what we do you know and it's just it's just wow. stupid. Okay. <laughs> I um I I find that pretty smart. You know, it's either you judge it or you laugh with it. You have to, don't you? Um, you have to. You have to go I... go with it. If you don't, like I said, if you don't laugh, you cry. Nobody likes to cry, especially when you ugly cry, because no one likes to ugly cry. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, he's ugly crying. Get it, run away. We don't want to see that. You're like, <laughs> it's like a five year old crying when he can't breathe. You know. Oh my goodness, I I might have done that a lot. If if you believe in astrology and all that, um, but there was an eclipse a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's supposed to um, inflict a lot of emotional cleansing. Um, And I think I'm somehow aligned with you know that energy, and um, I, I would just be emotional for no reason. Um, but you know, that's, that's what happens. I think, um, at some point in everyone's life, they would ask themselves like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> and, uh, I, did, I think I did that this morning. Mm-hmm. I think I did that this morning. But do all the same. You didn't cry. You didn't do ugly cry. <laughs> that, that, I didn't ugly cry. That was, the, that was after the, like, the last day was when I went for a cold shower. I definitely ugly cried after that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sore against <laughs> Oh, it's probably good for you. You know, I I find I, now that you mentioned that maybe other cries are good for you. Like you know, it's very cleansing. Yeah, it's supposedly very cleansing. Actually, I want to you know? after that. Right? You, 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 you mentioned the astrology. Yeah. I keep seeing these things about astrology recently. Supposedly, there's stuff happening in the world right now about astrology. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of it. You know, I sometimes I 
read the the paper and it says what's my star sign or not because I'm just like what's happening today and it's just yeah. generic stuff and it's like but because I'm in my I think uh, I'm on TikTok I love my TikTok app I mean that 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 app I can literally sit and watch all day long and all of a sudden these because the thing is the worst thing about it is when you look at something a video the algorithm thinks again these fucking algorithms think that you like that but it wasn't they say because I'm a Leo. And I'm always interested. I'm always sceptical. So I look at it and went, Leo, you're going to have a great year. And I'm like, oh, I'm invested now. Why is that? Now, watch that one video. And now my newsfeed on TikTok is full of fucking these girls coming to me and saying all this stuff about horoscopes. And I'm like, how do I stop this? How do I stop these? I want All I want is people falling over and fit women. What is the problem with that? I don't want horoscopes anymore. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fuck you, TikTok. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, it can be fun to a certain extent um, because it for me, it gives me the idea of, I don't know, some possibility that um, I can't think of. Like, you know, any perspective that um, is not really in my radar at that time. Yeah. Right? But, you know, it's, it's still good to know because um, at this point, I believe that there's like, you know, this whole metaphysical thing that's going on and um, energy that's moving in the world uh, because I believe that before somebody takes an action uh, uh, in any form um, there is some energy that's moving that person to get to that action and you know whatever causes that sometimes I, I can't tell um, yeah I don't know if that makes sense to you <laughs> I, do. I do I get that do you, do you believe in like, like the universe do you think the universe has like kind of you know, everyone says, "Oh, the universe is pulling." Like you know, when it, they always say the universe is calling me right now, or the universe says stuff, or this is because of what the universe did. Do, do you believe in that sort of side of things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, thinking about where I was in life and where I am right now, and I feel um, that I've been supported by the universe to be where I am right now, where I have where I have so many things to be grateful for. Um, I grew up in a very abusive um, culture and religion in Indonesia. Okay. So I, I, I grew up in a Chinese family in Indonesia, very conservative Muslim community within a Chinese culture that's very oppressive. And then I also went to Catholic church, Catholic school. Jesus um, Christ. There's, there's a lot to unpack there, Jen. <laughs> exactly. And so I was not in a good place growing up uh, because there's a lot of oppression, suppression. Um, it was very um, punishing for me growing up. Yeah. But then um, there's a lot of other things that I had to focus on in order for me to survive. But I believe that it is with the support. So interestingly, during the uh, retreat that I went to, there's this card that was pulled out and it says an orphan, the orphan or something. It was like, that's what uh, the, the name of the card. And then I was thinking, wow, that was me because the, I did not have any adults that were emotionally available for me i had to um survive i had to numb myself in order not to feel the punishment and the abuse um, i had to check myself out i had to not be present in order for me to survive that moment right and it happened so, for so many years but for some reason i felt that i was delivered by the universe to the opposite of that to the other spectrum of it i'm now in the u.s I'm free to express myself. I'm free to to just be myself. Because before there was a lot of shaming, a lot of oppression, right? I was told what I could not be. And there was a lot of shaming of my body, sexual shaming and all that. 
and I could now hear, I could now be here and be expressive as much as I want. You know, and so, um, and I was just like talking about how I was um, sexually repressed back then in Indonesia. And then like right now I'm here and I could be as promiscuous as I want and nobody's judging me, <laughs> you know? So that's the, um, so I don't know if, you know, I don't know what you, uh, how you conceptualize that, but I felt that uh, the universe has delivered me where I need to be, where I want to be. Um, that, it, that is, that resonate in a place that resonates with me the most, um, where I'm free to be myself. Yeah. Um, so. It's an interesting yeah. theory. It's yeah. an interesting theory. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's obviously awesome that obviously you got yourself out. And you did. The, the thing is, it's, it's just what I think. It's just what humans are doing. You know, this is why when when it comes down to stuff like this, you know, it's I always I always think that we are the most resilient. Without well, not now, but we are as deep down we still are resilient at heart you know we see things we get out of stuff you know we can obviously repair ourselves it doesn't matter what happens to us back in the day or back in our childhood you if you want it you can get it you can repair what's happened and you can move on and have a great life and you can literally be that sort of person you can go through anything within your life and you can still have a massive fulfilling life because i do feel as if the human race is fucking resilient as hell and if any aliens come down and see us they'll see us we won't give up because this is the thing is we would never give up, you know, and this oh. is, so, and you, you see it and you can see it in a lot of people and especially when you speak to, you can see it obviously speaking to people like yourself, you know, there is no, the, the spirit was there. There's a fire in the belly and if you want it enough, you'll get it. You just have to want it. Yes. This is the, this, and that's the biggest yeah. problem with people is having to, is understanding it and finding that want. And once they do, there's no stopping them. There's no stopping. That's why it's so easy in life right now to do what you want to do because people just yeah. don't stop. Yeah, exactly. All you need to do is to decide where you want to go and this understanding that everything in your life right now is transient um, and it's all flexible and malleable and you can go wherever you want to go depending on what you're focusing on. And by the way, when it comes to aliens, I'm actually now curious. <laughs> you know, I, I've always believed that aliens are friendly and you know what? If there was some kind of a spaceship up there, like I would wave on it's like, take me with you, kidnap me. <laughs> you know, like oh, that would be the ultimate traveling experience, don't you think? It would be what it'd be like, oh, right, all right, just put that probe, put that in the back, mate. We don't want to do that. That's not that, that was that was that was in the fifties. You've done enough of that. You've done enough of that. Let's take take me to somewhere cool, you know, take me somewhere cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like when you you know, all around the world, it's like, okay, outer space would be but we see the the, the the aliens are the, are the aliens here already? Are they amongst us already? You don't know, do you? There's conspiracy theories left, right, and centre on there mm-hmm. about what's going on and what's happening. Are they here? Are they not here? We don't know. But it doesn't have to be conspiracy theories. So what? You know, they could be among us, and I'd like to make friends with them. How fun is that? I'll be cool as fuck, <laughs> wouldn't it? I see you mate, really. really. But she's like, my God, <laughs> who's your who's your tailor? <laughs> you must have a really good skincare routine, mate, because I thought, what you're looking banging, you know? Mm, I love it. Exactly. <laughs> so many good questions. <laughs> that's, that's a podcast show in itself. That is just a, a completely different episode on its own, that, to be fair. Mm, yeah, I imagine having a podcast guest. That's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You're like, so... 
So where are you from? Okay. <laughs> How many heads have you got? <laughs> and uh, what's it like downstairs? You know what I mean? Is it still okay? What's happening down there? Just tell me. Just talk about me. What's, what's marriage institution like in your culture? That's it, yeah. yeah. You get any arranged marriages and stuff like that? Do you have to marry them? <laughs> Can you marry outside of your species? You know? Not asking. I'm just I'm just wondering, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm proposing to you right now. Like. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think at some point, you know, that, that, that life that Star Wars depicts would be would be so true. Uh three hundred years. Uh supposedly that's coming out. There's well obviously all this stuff that happened back in the fifties at Roswell and all that sort of stuff. They they're now having to release it now because they're it's like as in the US, they always have like a certain amount of time they can release papers and documents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they've not done it. They've been retracting it all. So I'm just like, okay, there's something there. The CIA, the NSA. If you're listening, guys, you know, I've mentioned your name. So they're probably listening. Yeah. If you're listening, release it. Release it. You must be hiding something. Conspiracy theories. I love it. I could, oh. I could go down the conspiracy rabbit hole. Oh, I love it. Jeez. Yeah, I would love to hear that. That would be another episode, right? Like a two hour long episode. Oh, Christ. And the rest. Right, we'll be sitting here for days. So that is part one. Join us tomorrow for part two because we're going to have to do one. I love it. Oh yeah, you, you got to tell me all of it. Because um, what I think about conspiracy theories is that um, it's 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 being made that to keep the mystery and making it as if it's such a big deal. But maybe it doesn't have to be such a big deal, you know. But well, what if I just you know hear it as uh, with an open mind? And you know, and think it was like, oh wow, that is so exciting, right? It's like, wow, what a, what what a, what an amazing movie theme that would be. That would be cool. You'd be at last. You're living your own movie at the same time, aren't you? That'd be quite cool. Mm, yeah, that sounds like it would be original. So when you when you mentioned when you like kind of the 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 the, the, the uh, blah, spat all over my mic there, no idea. Just go cut this bit out. But you mentioned well, obviously the the stuff that happened beforehand and you moved over to the US and stuff. When you moved over, what was the the the, the biggest challenge that you really kinda of had to kinda of overcome sort of thing when you came over? Oh, that is interesting. You know, I I never had any challenges. Like the only challenge that I had was really when I was growing up in Indonesia. I never felt like I fit in. I worked so hard to fit in because I didn't have anywhere to belong to. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just never seemed to do the right thing when I was there. And when I moved to the U.S., um, I actually went, I came to Wisconsin for grad school and that was actually the first time I felt home. I was appreciated and valued for who I really am for whatever expression that I had. And I never had to fit in. And that was such a breath of fresh air. Um, but probably, um, I don't know, it's probably um, the, I find that some, I guess like, you know, when I moved here at first, um, I was surprised by uh, how sex, like how highly um, sexually charged the men are. Yeah. <laughs> and, I bet you're like, oh, fucking hell, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I did not know what to do with that at first. Oh, because, oh, yeah, I, I grew up in a super conservative environment. Yeah. You know, a lot of sexual shame, like I told you. And so it's like, why are you looking at me like that? I feel naked. Like, oh, 
um, you know, a, a lot of times it was like that. And I had to be more, I, I was more guarded, but I think that was it. But most of the time I was um, getting along with everyone, having conversations so smoothly. And yeah, like I said, I felt I was always stimulated intellectually, which was something that I never got in Asia. Yeah. And so I always, I, I've always felt like home. And um, I think probably the what I think probably the most freakish thing, the ch- the challenge thing, because I've, I've not obviously moved to the US. I've been a few times, uh, just a lot of holidays and stuff like that. But the thing that really kind of shocked me was the portion sizes you get over there. Oh, oh king, huge. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like going, holy shit. Because we, we don't have that much stuff over here. We're only, like, thing. But you go over there and you've got, like, you come over, oh, can I get this, that, and the other? And it's like, oh, can I get you, you have steak for breakfast. Steak and eggs for breakfast. Who does that? Who even fucking does that? you got, you got a T-bone sitting there for your breakfast. And I'm like, are you trying to fucking kill me here? <laughs> That's interesting because I, I, I didn't have a problem with that because that would give me four meals, right? It was like, oh, I don't have to cook for two days. Like breakfast, like pancakes and French toast. Like that's oh, dessert for breakfast. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. Well, wait, we not like the food. I did like the food. Yeah, I love the food, but there's just too much of it. I went to Vegas, so that's the thing. That's when I went to uh, over there. So. I had, a, I had a trip over to Vegas, and that was uh, very, very, very expensive. Uh, yeah. so that was... Really? Compared to London? Really? Good fun, though. Good fun. I bet it was good fun. And how, what did you think? Did you? What was your challenge in all oh, the side of the food? Um, culture and the way that people perceived you and... It's just, it's, it's, I think the, 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 the difference between obviously going across there is that you get a different perception uh, of what the US is like, especially. I think that's because I've just went to Vegas though, because we only see it from the films, the movies, and the, uh, the TV shows. And one of the things I thought is that when you go over to Las Vegas, you see all the bright lights and it's all glamorous and everything's all great. Because you watch The Hangover and you see Oceans Eleven, you think, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to go all suited and booted, make myself look good. But my God, is it completely different from that? <laughs> Absolutely. And walking, I think I, my actually, you know, when you, you you hear that glass shatter in your head when you see something, it just the reality hits. I was walking down the street, and I was I was with one of my ex girlfriends at the time, and we're walking down. I was all suited up, we're all looking quite glamorous, and towards me was this honestly he, he was a huge, huge mammoth of a man with a string vest on. Uh, he's barely hanging out. The shortest shorts in the world with flip-flops and the biggest can of beer I have ever seen in my entire life. It was the same size as my leg and he's just walking down the street with it. And I'm like, this wasn't in the hangover. Ocean's 11 lied to me. Gotta visit at some point. Vegas, huh? No, I never really feel um, attracted to Vegas because everything just looks so fake. And, you know, if I were to take a vacation, Vegas would not be on top of the list. You know, I would go to maybe Arizona, you know, um, or Yosemite, you know, Yellowstone. Yeah, places like that. So Las Vegas, uh, maybe if I plan to go crazy or, you know. <laughs> Endure so long. Just, just finish the job on a Friday afternoon and go, fuck it, I'm going now. And just jump on a plane, <laughs> off you go. Where you going this week, Jen? I've got it, Vegas. You coming? Fuck yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun one. 
just random spontaneous travels about. It's been so, isn't it? And why Vegas? Why? Oh, so was that your first experience in the US? That was my first experience at the time. Yeah, I was due to go to New York with uh, the same same said girlfriend, but unfortunately, we obviously split up, and I didn't get to go. So, uh, yeah, Vegas was the first one. I'm due to go in New York at some point. That's next on the list. That's what I want to go. I want to do the the kind of usual touristy Times Square and. Uh, the Empire State yeah. Building and all that. Stuff. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd yeah, be fun. but go to Hawaii. Hawaii. That would be yes. That that should be on top of everybody's list. Has to be it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, that's that's my best experience ever. Have you been up? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Wow, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it's it's beautiful and food is great and people are really really nice and it's a very spiritual and heart centered. Um, group of people really they're very um, accepting and open and as long as you express the best intention they're you know they just welcome you and nature is wow the most soothing ever it is it is I mean that's it's the same sort of thing when you go to Scotland as well it's up there because obviously it's not as like kind of picturesque or beautiful as or warm as it is in Hawaii yeah. it's cold as fuck but I tell you what get yourself up the mountains and see over it's beautiful you know i have heard of that and i have heard of um all kinds of mystic experiences there and um you know all kinds of like metaphysical things that's going on there and i am so so intrigued so there's loads of like kind of folklore and all that sort of stuff up and yeah yeah yeah, there's loads of it but i think the the uk as a whole does that as well you know it's same over down like kind of oxford way down the uh, down in england in Cambridge, you get all that. It's just like because it's such a an old country. We've been about fucking for God knows how long. So yeah, there's, there's bound to be some shit going down somewhere, you know. Yeah, that's it's it's so fascinating. Yes, at some point, definitely. Well, um, well, on top of my list though, when I visit Europe, I've never been to Europe, but that would be Italy and Greece, Ooh. and then Western Europe. Oh well, somewhere you know, Austria and UK, definitely. God, the UK. <laughs> God, yeah. the UK. Go to London. Get see the sights. Everyone has to come to London at one point in their life. I mean, I'm just, I just live just outside of London, so I'm about an hour or about yeah. 45 okay. minutes away. So I'm always in there from work and stuff like that. It's so, okay. so cool. So I'll cool. let you know when I go. That's it. We'll go. We'll have a party. We'll get up. We'll go for a night out and have a party in London. Show you the sights. Yeah. Well, I have, I have heard about how much British people drink, and oh wow. I, I, I want to experience that. <laughs> You'll have a hangover for about a week, but it'll be totally oh worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. Like one week of hangover. <laughs> you know what? I'm still dying. Yep. You've done it right then, darling. You've done it right. Oh, I love it. That's uh, it. So we've been gone for an hour, Jenny. I think we'll wrap it up now, to be fair, because uh, we're getting on a bit. But where, where can where can people find you? Where can, uh, if they want to check up on you and uh, you nosing? Find me on uh, Instagram. I'm at Sunny Jenny Lee. And if you want, I'll send you my Facebook details, um, the links, and you know to my Facebook page. And um, yeah, get in touch with me. Uh, get in touch with me on that. So Sunny Jenny Lee on Instagram is probably where I almost act, where I'm mostly active. Um, yeah, that's where you can find my work. And we will post that down in the comments or the, the description below. So check it out. Click on it. Follow Jenny. Have some fun. She's good. She's awesome. And go and follow her podcast as well. She's just started. Show some love. Thank you. It's been so much fun, Ryan. It's been great. It's been great. Jenny, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Same here.